Welcome to Mapping Global Transformations. In this episode, we look at the future of production with Torbjorn Netland, Chair of Production and Operations Management at ETH Zurich. How will the future of manufacturing look like? That is a question much easier to ask than to answer. I think the future of production will be marked by at least four megatrends and two key enablers of change. The first megatrend is the accelerating technological development that is all around us. We talk about digitalization, Internet of Things, robotics, additive manufacturing or 3D printing, artificial intelligence and machine learning, blockchain, wearables, autonomous vehicles and drones, nanotechnology, big data analytics. The list of new promising technologies is a very long one. Nonetheless, a word of caution is warranted. I think uh, on the one hand, there is a considerable overestimation of the change we will see from these type of technologies in the short run. On the other hand, there is perhaps little doubt that some of these developments will lead to a radical change in how things are developed, manufactured and delivered to customers in the future. I will explain these trends in detail shortly. A second mega trend is changes in consumer expectations. I think we all feel that as consumers. All production is dependent on markets, and the markets are ultimately made up of consumers, which increasingly ask for more individualized services and expect higher and higher quality and shorter and shorter delivery times. If supply chains are perhaps not getting shorter, they are indeed getting faster. Manufacturing companies should and must increasingly pay attention to what happened at the user end of supply chains. Related perhaps to the raising consumer expectations is uh, the third global megatrend that I see. It's about sustainability. To respond to the concerns of the United Nations Climate Panel, I think we urgently need to improve the environmental footprint of manufacturing. World Economic Forum warned already in 2013 that we actually at today's rate consume the equivalent of 1.5 Earths annually. It is a shared responsibility among consumers, manufacturers and governing institutions all over the world. The fourth megatrend is globalization, including the developments of the global economy, its trade barriers, trade agreements and foreign direct investments. Recent events such as the election of Donald Trump, Brexit and the growth of nationalistic agendas around the world may suggest that globalization is coming to a halt. I personally do not believe that is the case. Firm level data we analyze at the Chair of Production and Operations Management at ETH suggests that globalization is not fading. What is clear is that policies and trade agreements will continue to affect where and how things are made and sold in the future. Alongside these four megatrends, I think there are two enablers that will decide whether this change will be fast or slow. The first enabler relates to human capital and skills. Manufacturing companies need to find ways to continually upgrade the workforce. Last year's Future of Work report from the World Economic Forum suggests that about 65% of today's children entering primary schools will have jobs in the future that do not exist today. In this regard, I am convinced that human learning is far more important than machine learning. A second enabler for change is at the macro-political level and includes regulations and governance. On one side, 
every government must foster environments for innovation and new value creation to happen. But on the other side, the bigger challenge is a fair distribution of wealth among workers and capital owners. What are some of the developments that are likely to have an impact on the future of production? Because technology is so central to the narrative of the fourth industrial revolution, I would like to go into more detail on how some of these new technologies promise to reinvent the world of manufacturing. Perhaps first I should start by clarifying that all the talk about revolution that is proposed in so many news articles and by consultants looking for business probably represent a substantially hyped version of reality. I personally do not believe that blockchain will turn your supply chain on the head in the next few years or that artificial intelligence will throw 30% of people out of the jobs during the next decade. And I do believe that 3D printing will only find application in certain niches of manufacturing. But to be fair, also a limited application of any of these new technologies does not mean it's insignificant. These applications would still represent billion euro businesses. Now, let us look into some of the most usually mentioned technologies and how they are likely to affect the future of manufacturing. I plan to cover five key technologies. Blockchain, additive manufacturing, also known as 3D printing, augmented reality, robotics and machine learning, and finally, digitalization and the Internet of Things. The first technology I would like to talk about is blockchain. Ask a selection of production and logistics managers whether blockchain will change their production and supply chains in the near future. I believe most will answer they have no clue what blockchain is. Why would they even consider implementing something they're not aware of? I think it is hyped. Blockchain is a technology that automates trust. In manufacturing, trust is especially important in supplier-buyer relationships. Hence, blockchain can potentially help improve contract management, security and counterfeiting issues, and transparency and governance in supply chains. I find support in a recent study from the Penn State University, which shows that while only one-third of logistics companies see blockchain as a potential application, all of them have yet to engage with this technology. I think there are only a few manufacturing industries that today should put blockchain on the radar list. Supply chains that manage a large amount of valuable goods can do that. Perhaps supply chains that have uh, a need for high levels of safety and regulations compliance can do that, or have high risk of IPR theft, or the need to manage consumer risks. The rest of the manufacturing industry can probably take it easy for now. What about additive manufacturing, popularly known as 3D printing? There's an army of newspaper articles, tech blogs, proclaimed experts that bombard manufacturing with the idea that 3D printing is about to turn manufacturing supply chains completely on the head. I'm sorry to disappoint them. I think it will not do that. There is little doubt that additive manufacturing will have its impact. It already has its impact, but it will be limited to niches for years to come. The more interesting question is to identify and transform these 3D print-ready niches. 3D printing is more a complement than a competitor to traditional manufacturing processes. It is especially promising for part production and much less so for finished goods production. It is most interesting for parts characterized by complex geometries, high degree of customization, high variation, low sales volumes, high market volatility, small sized and medium to high value products. There are some industries that have all of these characteristics 
of which personal healthcare products and aerospace are the most prominent ones. While these industries are already well ahead in their 3D printing journeys, for all other industries, it is time, perhaps, to consider if additive manufacturing can be used for a subset of their parts and product portfolio. The business cases may most likely be negative today, but with further developments in the 3D printing industry and technology, there can be opportunity arising in the very next years. Augmented reality is one of these other technologies that is often mentioned. Like with most other technologies, augmented reality is not really a new idea, but it had a clear technological breakthrough in 2015. Last year's big summer hit was the hugely popular game Pokemon Go, which showed to the world, and particularly to teenagers, the possibilities of augmented reality. I believe that in 10 years from now, when the Pokemon generation enters factories for work, we can expect a surge in industrial augmented reality applications. Although augmented reality technologies have been around since the 1990s, the industrial use today remains limited and scattered. Most industrial augmented reality applications are still at the R&D or piloting stage. It is perhaps easy to get the media attention if you apply Google Glasses in a factory, but that does not really transform your manufacturing business. Augmented reality can help, in particular three processes to become more efficient. Guided assembly of parts and products, maintenance routines, and improving training. The fourth technology I want to talk about is robotics and the extension machine learning. Robotics is also not new to manufacturing. In fact, we have used mechanization for hundreds of years and used electronics to advance mechanical machines into mechatronics for a century. We have used computers in manufacturing since the 1950s. Robots are still best at simple and repetitive programmable tasks in which they easily outperform human labor. When you think of it, many of the machines we use in factories and also in our personal lives are kind of robots. A robot consists essentially of a sensor input, some kind of control system making a decision, and then a motorized or a digital output. Living without a washing machine is for many unthinkable. And it is not often that you hear people complaining that they lost their job to a washing machine. Robotics will continue helping to increase productivity and remove dull and dangerous jobs in manufacturing. Note that robots are programmed by people. With artificial intelligence, people can program robots to learn from repeated tasks, recognize patterns in data, and adjust the behavior accordingly. The ultimate idea is perhaps that robots can program even more advanced robots. This is science fiction and nothing that most manufacturers need to fear as competition in the foreseeable future. There are, however, more dumbed-down versions of artificial intelligence that seem promising and can help make certain clerk processes and manufacturing processes like maintenance more efficient. In particular, we will see digital robots, so-called bots, help automate simple digital processes such as collection, transfer, analysis and presentation of data. The last technology I'd like to talk about is digitalization and uh, perhaps the concept of Internet of Things. This is, in my uh, opinion, the technology with the highest potential for disruption. Again, Internet of Things, the digital connected enterprise, is not a new idea. But the promise remains a wet dream for many industrial engineers and managers. And I find they have good reasons. But again, reality is lagging behind the vision. 
most manufacturers of the modern world have still to get through the third industrial revolution. It is rare to find factories that are well integrated from the shop floor to the top floor. Many companies still struggle with ERP implementation. Keeping data updated and correct in the business software is always a struggle. How can it then possibly help to add another layer of digitalization? A particular concern of mine is that companies jumped on the digitalization bandwagon before doing their homework. Automating broken processes does not make manufacturing more efficient. In fact, it creates a chaos that in the worst case can be an irreversible experience for a company. One of the world's leading companies in terms of digitalization is Bosch. Top management in the German automotive supplier is very clear in their communication. First, factories have to implement Bosch production system. That is, Bosch own program for efficient lean production. After that, they can start digitalizing their factory processes. I'd like to say physical processes are more important than digital processes. Now let me try to connect the dots and sum up. While my assessment of the impact of new technologies may not be of the religious kind, I strongly believe in a prosperous future of manufacturing. Globalization is not ending here, and new technologies will play an important role. On the consumer side, more people want more products and services in the future, and they want it customized and faster. This provides opportunities for the innovative manufacturer. Also, the request for sustainability will force closed-loop supply chains with many new opportunities for recycling, reuse, and remanufacturing. Manufacturing produces, in fact, not just products, but also jobs. It can help create and distribute wealth, given that governments are doing their part of the job. Manufacturing is important for the world and for the regions in which it takes place, today and tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Join us next time to explore more global transformations.